Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Jeff Hockett of Hockett Tax. Jeff, not only is Jeff Hockett of Hockett Tax, he's also the host of the Tax Advice Podcast and the author of the Tax Game Strategy, How to Legally Leverage the Tax Code and Put More Money in Your Pocket, which all of us want. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Seth. Great to be on your show. Uh, great to have you here. So let's go back in time a little bit. What inspired you to become an EA and a tax professional in the first place? Sure. So in high school, I took a lot of business classes. They were what interested me, uh, more so than like science and physics and that nonsense. And so out of high school, I uh, started doing taxes right away. And I, I did them for several years. And then we moved to Arizona, and I became a real estate agent. And in that industry, I started making really good money. And even being a tax guy, I wasn't smart enough to do tax planning. And so every time tax season rolled around, I owed a lot of money and I had to figure out how to pay that bill. And so after about 10 years of insanity, I decided it was time to uh, get smarter with the taxes. That's what I loved and wanted to do anyway. So started doing more education. I joined the National Association of Tax Preparers and and realized you know if i set up as an s corp go on payroll certain things like that i could save myself a lot of money and so i just started doing that and the thing was during those years of real estate and i'm still a real estate agent but i found a lot of people around me were in the same boat i was they understood how to sell homes they didn't really know how to take care of their finances and so that's what brought me back in i the industry had been very good to me so i decided to give back to that industry with the tax knowledges that I had. And so that's what got us to where we are today. Well, I am sure the uh, longer version is probably in the book somewhere, um, <laughs> which we'll get to in a minute. What are some of the biggest mistakes that business owners are making when it comes to their taxes? So I think the biggest thing is they're probably staying a sole proprietor too long. Uh, most of the people I meet with should have incorporated a long time ago. They talk to their accountants and their tax people and they tell them, oh, you're not, you don't make enough money to be incorporated. And, and I have found that, you know, at 50,000 net income, it's a good decision to become taxed as an S corporation, put yourself on payroll. Self-employment taxes are, are probably one of the biggest taxes that people pay at 15.3% being self-employed. And so if you just took someone that made $100,000 net income, for example, they're sole proprietor. They're paying fifteen thousand three hundred self employment, twenty two percent tax bracket, twenty two thousand income tax. So, you know they have a pretty hefty tax bill. We take that same business owner making that hundred thousand. We make them an S corporation, put them on payroll for forty thousand, which is reasonable. Now they pay self employment on forty instead of the full hundred. So it saves them about ten thousand dollars in taxes making the exact same amount of money, just having it taxed more advantageous to their situations. That makes a lot of sense. Now, why is it, other than staying, let, let, let's say we've accomplished that hurdle. We're not staying a sole proprietor. We have a business, we've got employees. 
Um, we're still paying too much in taxes. What are some of the reasons for that? And one of the stuff, obviously, we're not giving you're not giving any tax or legal advice on today's podcast. Check with your professional or Jeff. But what are some of the things we can do to help mitigate that tax bill? So, you know, our, our slogan is more money in your pocket, and that's our podcast, more money in your pocket. And so what I look for are strategies where you're actually putting money back in your pocket. So one of those strategies would be an HRA, which is a health reimbursement account. So if you're spending more than $2,000 a year on medical, dental, vision, chiropractic, prescription drugs, those type things, chances are you're not able to write them off. They would go on your Schedule A on a personal tax return. But since they raised the standard deduction up so high, most people don't use a stand- Schedule A anymore. However, even if you did, it's subject to 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. So with an HRA, health reimbursement account, you can set that up with your company, offer it to your employees, where the company is going to reimburse them for their medical, dental, vision, chiropractic, prescription drugs, anything medically related. And now the company can write that off on their taxes. The employee doesn't have to claim that income on their W-2 and pay taxes on it. So it's a way of taking money that you're already spending, putting it back into your pocket, putting it off on your taxes. Another strategy I like to look at are paying your kids. A lot of people have kids. And if you have a, a child that's seven years old or older, you can actually put them on your payroll. They can work for your company. And so I have a lot of clients who reach out to me who have seven, eight, 10, 13, 16-year-old kids. And and they say they're looking for someone to do their bookkeeping or any of those types of strategies. And I'm like, well, you already have that person inside your family. Hire your kid. This year, you could pay your child $13,800 without them even having to file a tax return. So they file, you pay them $13,800. They don't have to file a tax return. You write it off on your business. Again, this is money you're already spending. A lot of people think I don't have an extra $13,000 sitting around to pay my child. The thing is, you're already paying for birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, sporting events, extracurricular activities, whatever it may be. So you could pay them and write it off on your business taxes. Another strategy is when these kids turn 18 and older and they're going to go to college, a lot of our clients make fairly good income. So it's hard for them to qualify for student loans and those type things. So if you paid your child you know, $40,000 to work for you and that was their college tuition, you just wrote their college tuition off in your business and you paid for it anyway. So again, put more money back in your pocket that you're spending already. I also look at HSAs, health savings accounts. Um, this is going to be similar to an HRA reimbursement, except for the savings account. You can put 7300 in as a married uh, filing joint family. And that grows tax-free. It's going to come out tax-free. So I tell my clients, have an HRA so that your company's paying for medical today. Have the HSA as a savings account so that when you retire and you're getting Social Security, you still have medical bills. Now you're using that HSA that's been building for the last 10, 15, 20 years, coming out tax-free to you to pay those medical bills. Again, money you're going to have to spend in your pocket. And then I look at retirement accounts. So you know, either a SEP or a solo 401k. Uh, again, reduces your tax bill. It's putting money back into your account for when you retire. You can pull that money out to live on and, and have for retirement. So, Absolutely. Those are all great ideas. I want to go back to one of them. You talked about paying your child the amount of college tuition that you'd be paying so that now you can deduct that. How 
can I, have you ever had a client do that and get audited and have that stand up? Because how can I theoretically pay my kid 40 grand a year, which could be a full-time salary, but is the IRS going to then say, how did they possibly earn? You're just using this to get out of taxes. How could you possibly have them work full-time while they were in school full-time? Sure. Well, actually, $40,000 a year isn't that far out of reach anymore with the minimum wage getting up as high as it is. If you paid someone full-time 40 hours a week, $15 an hour, you know, it's going to come out around 30000 probably a year. So you're only looking at 10000 more than that. Now, your child does have to punch a time card and they have to do things. But as business owners, how much do you pay to have someone SEO your website? What about run your CRM database? What about send out all your newsletters and postcards and whatever marketing you're doing? These are things that college students can excel in. Uh, the younger generations are a lot smarter at computers and technology than I am. And I don't have a problem admitting that. And so you get them building your website, you know, doing things that you would be paying someone outside your organization to take care of. They're taking care of it for you. 40,000 is really not that big a reach when you look at some of these companies that charge you for SEO and those type things. That's an excellent point. I didn't think about it that way. We certainly have vendors that were paying more than that. Um, so that makes sense. Have you ever had any client um, use that strategy and get audited? I have. I've, they didn't get audited for that reason, though. I mean, there you know, audits happen for numerous reasons. But absolutely, we've had it audited where you know we've paid a child. And uh, we have a W-2 to back it up. We have time cards. Um, one of the things that we specialize in is, is tax resolution work as well. So if one of our clients was to get audited, we spend a lot of time coaching them, preparing them for that audit. The way I look at it is if you were if you went out and got a DUI, for example, you're probably going to hire an attorney because they're going to get you a better deal than if you just tried to represent yourself in front of the court. And when you hire that attorney, they sit down with you and they kind of coach you through what the deposition is going to look like and what the trial look like and those type things. And so this is a similar situation. You get that IRS letter. We come in, we sit down with you, we go through everything with you, and we're going to coach you into finding things that are wrong with your tax return, trying to fix what we can. Some things can't be fixed because they were in the past, but you know, great time cards, great mileage logs, those type things that maybe were overlooked during the time of your taxes or they were destroyed, perhaps. Um, we can come up with that information and, and coach you into it. Awesome. What inspired you to start the podcast? Uh, it was more of giving back. So I found out that a lot of my conversations with my clients were repeat repetitive. Everybody has the same questions. And so I thought, you know what, what better way than to create a podcast? So now when that question comes up, I can click the link, send it over to you and say, hey, here, listen to this podcast. It'll explain everything. If you have any additional questions, schedule an appointment with me and let's talk about it. Awesome. And then what separate question, what inspired you to write the book? Yeah, so similar type thing. It, you know, I, I felt it put me more on, on a, a higher level. Let's put it that way. Um, I spend a lot of time traveling around the country, meeting with brokers and uh, real estate agents all over the, the country. And so with the book, it just made me look more credible and the podcast to back it up. Now, when I send that book and a, a link to my podcast to a top producer and say, New York, they're more likely to take that appointment with me than if I'm just hawk at tax from Arizona that no one's ever heard of. So the book just gives me a few more credentials. Yeah, absolutely. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? 
you know, I, I just, I love giving back to people. I love changing people's lives. And, you know, I, I've had clients come in. I, I had a client a couple of years ago who came in to me and, and she was really upset about her previous tax person. And so I reviewed her tax return and, and I found some enormous mistakes and I explained it to her and we ended up amending her tax return and I got her $80,000 refund. And I mean, that's life-changing for a lot of people. Um, you know, and we, we've had people come in who had other tax people and I just had a lady a couple of days ago, I did her taxes. And in the past, she'd been paying around $120,000 annually in taxes. She had a tax bill of $75,000. And and she's like, I, I just, I don't even know what to say. You know, I just can't believe this. And so that's what I really enjoy is just changing someone's life, educating them, teaching them how to run their business and, and stay out of trouble doing it. Amen to that. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. For our folks watching and listening, where is the best place they can go to learn more about you, Hockett Tax, the book, and the podcast? Sure, absolutely. So my website is hockettax.com. It's H-O-C-K-E-T-T-T-A-X.com. Kind of confusing with the three T's in there. But that has everything for us. Uh, you can schedule appointments on there. You can hook up with us. Um, there's a Get Started button. You see all of our podcasts, our book, schedule appointments, everything we do. Awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green with Jeff Hockett. Jeff, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, sir. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com.